Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. How are you today? How are you today? <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I got some coffee here and I'm ready to go. What if they think our voices actually sound like this? <laughs> I don't think anyone does. <laughs> <laughs> My name's actually uh, Jonathan and you're watching... Uh, you're um, watching... Uh, uh, the Files Mystery. The... the Files of Mystery. Files of Mystery. Yeah. If someone... Actually, if someone did a Files of Mystery, I'd be so mad. I'd be I would like, like... you really just taking our idea, huh? <laughs> I, if I found out there was a Files of Mystery and it came out like any time after our show came out... Yeah. I'd lose my mind. I think I would. We would know for a fact. They're just trying. Yeah. To, trying to play the game. Yeah. At least with the Australian like show, like mm -hmm. they were before us. I was like, okay, respect. But it like, also has a whole different concept. Like if someone came on the podcast, Files of Mystery. I'd be like, hmm. I'd be like, you're being a little sister shady, but. Hmm. Anywho, like, that's kind of interesting. We here are the Mystery Files. That's us. But <laughs> but now we are the Summer, summer Tapes. Ah, ha ha. The Mystery Files is kind of like the company name, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, that's our company name. Yeah. I did put that on a resume. I what? Put our company is the Mystery Files. And our company is the Mystery Files. Well, I've done that before, too. I was too. independent. Independent podcast produced by the Mystery Files. Like, Oh, yeah. Because we so are the Mystery like, Files. So they're like, ooh, it's an independent podcast. I'm we like, love that. Yeah, we are. We independently host. All that <laughs> stuff produced. Yeah, I think, I don't know if I ever told you this, but whenever I first got hired at my job, mm -hmm. um, when I was doing the interview process, they were like, so you have a podcast, right? Did I tell you about this? I don't remember. I don't think. So they were like oh you have like a podcast right and i was like oh yeah and like what's it called and i was like oh no and i was like oh. oh it's like the mystery files we cover like a bunch of different like mysteries and they thought it was really interesting which which it is <laughs> but at first i was like i know how crazy you and i get yeah in the episodes I mean, and i was like don't listen <laughs> well yeah no because we don't like say anything bad but like if they want to fully know my personality they press play they pre <laughs> press play on any single episode of the mystery <laughs> files and you're gonna get all of me. That's how I felt when I was an intern at the Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they're going to listen to that. Because they were like, yes, we're going to listen to an episode. And I'm like, I don't know if you want that. Yeah, But yeah. you do you. I'm like, I'd oh be my a whole respectful person. And I'm like, ah, on the podcast. You're like, oh, yeah, I have to be a, 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 a gentle lady. <laughs> a gentle lady that works with children. <laughs> and talking about cryptids and all sorts yeah, of craziness. Mothman's eating people. Bigfoot's uh, yeah. ripping off heads. Aliens you're taking like, people. You're like, I promise I'm going to I promise I'm great with kids. And I'm yeah. not a psychopath. I just like the creepy world. Yeah. I can't help it. If any of our uh, friends, our friends who listen to the podcast, they they know. I don't know if any of our like fans who've never met us know, mm -hmm. but we're just you and I are like this. This, this is, is like not. <laughs> Regardless of the podcast being a whole mystery thing with comedy, I feel like our whole personalities are based on that. No, like literally, yeah, because like we don't hold. Uh, back i guess in like our personalities or like yeah. even like try to make it more like oh my god we act we're this like crazy we're just we do we're just this yeah we are just, just simply this which is why we even did this show in the yeah. first place is because like for that reason so i, I just because i've seen like other podcasts before where it kind of feels like they're very um, turned on yeah it's like it's and it's a lot. like this is a lot to but process for this for us this is like an energy release this is like this yeah when we're gonna a gym and like exercise this is us exercising our personalities oh yeah after the show sometimes like depending on like how much we laugh or do yeah. stuff you and i are so tired like i've like, like wow there's times like for for a little behind the scenes <laughs> exclusive for all our fans after we hit like the stop recording button 
Uh, we're kind of like, I'm so tired now. Wow, we don't do that. We got every single element of energy we had. Because my adrenaline's like rushing exactly. through. Exactly. It's just fun. But we're <laughs> but yeah. excited to just keep going with the summer tapes. I'm so yeah. excited. We started releasing the promo photos, if you haven't seen on our Instagram. At? The Mystery Files underscore. And we also have a link tree now. So you can find us on linktree.com forward slash the mystery files. And there you can find uh, access to our YouTube channel, our merchandise, our Instagram, anything you need. You can find it through our link tree as well. So yeah. linktree.com forward slash the mystery files where you can also find our merch. Our merch. I like the tote bag a lot. Make sure to get that mm -hmm. if you're looking. There's also really cute like shirts and hats. And yeah, all my shirt stuff. came in and I Yay! was telling you it looks really cute. Oh, good. I'm, I'm ex excited. I'm excited. I have a da dad cap coming in e and it's no. going to be so cute. It is weird. Love Redbubble. Not trying to shame them or nothing, but I hate that they send everything separate. That drives me up a wall. Yeah, yeah. I was kind like, of like, dang, you couldn't have wrapped this up and sent it out with it. And it's weird. I got my hat before I got my stickers. My <gasps> me stickers too. Came last. I'm like, why are my stickers the last thing that come? It's the easiest thing to make. No, but my shirt came first before my uh, hat, but my hat shipped first. I was like, like, how? What? Like, Where? no shade on Redbubble, but also a little bit of shade, you know? Do you guys have, like, Redbubble, do you have, like, an underground, like, headquarters yeah. everywhere? What's that just What's going on there, Redbubble? Be better. Give us a call. Respectfully, I just want to understand your process, you know? And it's fine. I got my stuff in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. I'm just confused as to why you did it that way. And, and it was great. And I and I loved it so much. I please love, don't take our page Bubble. down. I love Redbubble. Tee hee hee. Sponsor us, please. Oh, Dear my God. God. Sponsor us. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to Mystery Files. This is the Summer Tapes. Last week, we talked about werewolves. I already forgot. We talked about werewolves. I literally made a joke about werewolves did. like 10 minutes ago. I, I have the attention span of a goldfish sometimes and that's that's fine that is, is that totally the case fine. today is it goldfish it's actually i get so freaked out by goldfish it's not goldfish <laughs> nadia has this goldfish and it's the hugest thing i've ever seen and then we were talking about what happened if you released a goldfish into a lake do people oh do that are there actual goldfish living in a lake because people got too big What's the biggest goldfish? This freaks me out. So I'm talking about Well, they about get it. really big. Like, it's just because, like, the, like, little aquariums you put them in, they, like, stay a certain size because well, the they is, can't grow. they get bigger, the bigger, like, amount of space they have to mm -hmm. grow. So I'm like, if you put them in a lake, will they just be a monster? What if that's a Loch Ness monster? It's some like, golden beauty. That literally Aww. freaks me out. So if anyone has any information about this, I want to know all of it because <laughs> I want to see what the biggest goldfish is. If it is, I want to need to know, you know? Exactly, yeah. So send us a thing on Instagram at the Miss underscore if you know anything about the Please. goldfish in the lake. enlighten lakes. me because it's, I've been thinking about it for days. What if I we did a case on goldfish? Weekend. We should. Do it. Mini mystery on goldfish? No, I'm going to do a full like hour and 10 oh, minute God. episode that's on goldfish. A lot. Unless there's a whole thing about it, but that's a lot to cover. You're, you think like I'm doing a bit right now, but it, this might happen. Like okay. four weeks from now, we're into the summer tapes, and I'm like, today we'll be covering the mystery of goldfish. goldfish. I'll be more impressed if you actually do it, though. Okay. If you can do a whole hour. We'll see. I think we're going to gold star. We'll see. That'll be fun. But yes. But what should week. we get to this week? This week is my case. It's your case. I'm so excited. I, oh. uh, I cannot wait. Should I'm... I do the drum roll? Oh, yes. Give me the drum roll. I also... <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> she... <laughs> We're like cozy on the floor right now with some pillows hanging out because um, we were having some audio problems. <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> had to hide her computer from me, so I didn't see what the mystery it's was. It was sitting beside me, and now it's sideways on my lap, so Logan can't read it. <laughs> so Why can't, can't after know. this? <laughs> they can't know. Ready? Drum roll. Okay. This week on the summer tapes, I present the taste. The, the, the taste. The case of ghostly tales of pirates. <laughs> Did you expect that one? 
No, that's why I laughed like that. Okay, <laughs> that that makes sense when you, you said like it's true crime, but it's also supernatural. Yeah. So that's how my that favorite spin of things. Trying to figure that out, but. <laughs> Listen, I was initially going to do ghost ships, but then I had a recollection of the Bermuda Triangle episode, and I briefly talked about ghost ships in mm-hmm. that one, I believe. So I wanted We talked something... about a few, I think. We talked about a few ghost ships, yeah. so that makes sense. So I was like, I'm not going to go into that, but I wanted something like spooky water stuff. You said, are you matey? Are you mateys? It's the ghostly it's tales me. of pirates, yeehaw. Yeah, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Is he yeah. on there? Can he be on our picture? I feel like I always ask for the craziest pictures, and you choose the creepy ones. I'm like, but I want the crazy. We do, we do uh, the Captain Crunch uh, guy, but like his eyes are scratched. His, out. his eyes are scratched out. <laughs> I'm, I'm also so mad that for the vampire episode, you did not choose Count Dracula from the. What did I pick? Sesame Street. You chose the guy in the doorway. I think those. Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to Why choose would I... Count Dracula from Sesame Do you think Street? anyone would have clicked on that episode? If they yeah, saw... <laughs> I would for the chaos. So if you don't put Captain Crunch guy on this picture, and all you people out there, when this comes out, if it's not on there, I want you to roast Logan <laughs> in all of our photos. I want you to do it all. Reach out in any medium you can. But yeah. Bully me on social media. Bully Logan, or I will. <laughs> I already am. So, yeah. This week, I just want to thank the whole little website that gave this information to me. It's called grunge.com. Great name. Thanks, Grunge. Shout out to you. Thanks, Grunge.com. Thanks, Grunge. Well, let's get into the intro. So, pirates have captured the collective public imagination for generations. First, their exploits were detailed in the newspapers of the day. Then, they are memorialized in books like Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island mm. and J.M. Barry's Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. More recently, they've appeared in everything from Pirates of the Caribbean to SpongeBob SquarePants. It's Caribbean. no surprise that there's still the stuff of legends. Who would who wouldn't be fascinated by stories of maritime battles and buried treasure? Most people would say that the days of ferocious figures like Blackbeard, Captain William Kidd, and gentleman pirate Steed Bonnet are long gone. Others, however, believe that these men and other swashbucklers like them live on as spirits guarding the islands and waters where they once roamed. Sightings of ghost pirates have been recorded all over the world from Boston Harbor to Australia. So, are you ready to have your timbers shivered? <laughs> That's <so> terrible. <laughs> are you ready to have your timbers shivered, matey? Well, then let's get into some ghostly pirate tales, huh? Can I can I just say real quick, how did you say how did you say that pirates of what? I had a whole thought about this because I've said it back and forth my entire life. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I always say Caribbean. But then when you hear people talk about the Caribbean, it's like Caribbean. Mm. But then Pirates of the Caribbean is how I always say it. Yeah, maybe that's just the movie. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. But but the thing is, if it's Caribbean, why would it not be Pirates of the Caribbean? I have no idea, actually. Well, now I'm calling it up. How to Rule of the day. Because I had this whole thought before I started this because I was like, just in case... Caribbean. Is your is your like audio on? Can you like yeah, push, push the little thing? Caribbean. 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 Okay. See, I know how to read. Work. Okay. Caribbean. Dang. Eh. So I'm the one who's wrong. So Logan just kind of dumb. Well, we love him just the same. <laughs> okay. So this is the first pirate tale. So Blackbeard's ghost haunts the shores of North Carolina. So Blackbeard, also known as Edward Teach, has that's what a sad name compared to Blackbeard. Edward Teach. Edward Teach. 
I'm like, Blackbeard? That's a better name. Why did you not... Wait, is Edward Teach Blackbeard? Yeah, also known as... Oh, that's probably why his name's Blackbeard now. He changed it. He said, Edward Teach. Boring. Ugh, gross. Call me Blackbeard, baby. Call me Blackbeard, dummy. (laughs) So, he's gone down in history as one of the most notorious pirates ever to set sail. According to North Carolina Ghosts, he died in 1718. But many residents of North Carolina will tell you that his spirit still lives on around... What's this called? Ocracoke Island. Oh, wow. Ocracoke where he often anchored his ship in a channel known as Teach's Hole. Blackbeard was known for his menacing visage. He terrified foes by tying fuses to his long black beard and lighting them before he stepped into battle, giving himself a demonic glow. It is Ooh. said that, that's very visual. Mm-mm, that's too much. Sorry about I to can't. blow your head up like that. Mm-hmm. But it's said um, that ships surrendered as soon as he confronted them, based upon his frightening appearance and violent reputation alone. In fact, according to Outer Banks Blue, there is no record of Blackbeard ever having killed anyone during a raid. Those he encountered simply complied with him because they were so afraid of him. Mm -hmm. So they were like, this guy's a creep. I'm not messing with that. (laughs) So uh, Blackbeard pillaged ships from the Caribbean to the Carolinas until November 22, 1718, when Exiler Spotswood, the governor of Virginia, sent Lieutenant John Maynard to assassinate him. Whoa, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Um, Maynard couldn't be intimidated. He captured Blackbeard's entire crew and had the pirate ship... Oh! The pirate captain's head chopped off. Oh my god. So he captured Blackbeard's entire crew and had the captain's head chopped off. What? Can you... Can you... I, I'm just, like, thinking about how cool it is to be, like, a... Like a... Like a pirate assassin. Yeah. Like... What? Like, there's so many logistics that go into that. Like, do you mm-hmm. need to get your own boat? Get out on the water? Find said boat? Yeah. Find him? Then whack his head off. Also, like, what are the odds you're gonna win against a whole entire crew of people? Like, how yeah. are you able to... Unless you also have other people backing you. He must got paid good money mm-hmm. like good money and like you gotta be real sneaky to get in there and not get yeah. caught and then capture the crew and the captain yeah what was the assassin's name it was uh um uh lieutenant john maynard he was sent to assassinate him he, he probably had like a record of like assassinating other people before too because like if they yeah. were like oh yeah he could take down blackbeard and they're like crew. this guy like, what, like, he's never. got it he's literally got My it god so, that is wild. Wait, didn't it say, like, his beard was, like, braided and stuff, too? Yeah, it's all braided, and he would attach, like, the fuses My to God. his beard. Um, but I want to know how it never, like, went all the way up his beard and, like, caught him on fire. What? Because he would light those fuses on his beard. I'm like, how Ooh. did his beard not catch on fire and burn his skin? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, he's probably cinched it before. Like, that was the thing. Stop, that's just, that's like, horrifying. in... <laughs> that's just, like, in Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed when the coal miner gets his beard. <laughs> Oh, like what? on fire? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he's like, Rah, when they're like fighting in the mine at the beginning. No, at the end, like whenever they're trying to escape with the little oh, disc thing, oh, 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 and like okay. they set him on fire, and his beard is all sin. That's, That's literally happened. Blackbeard. That's literally Blackbeard. They were inspired by him. <laughs> they said this is actually Blackbeard's story. So, oh no, Blackbeard's head was hung from Maynard's ship as a grisly token of victory. While his body was tossed overboard. Oh my god. So, Ew. like, they kept it on the boat. Yeah, they kept the head on the boat as, like, a token. Yeah. They hung it up, and then his body was tossed overboard. Oh, that's so... Isn't it creepy Ooh. to think, like, I hate to be this person, but isn't it creepy to think that, like, when you go to the beach, there's just, like, some bodies in there? <laughs> they just tossed his whole body, his whole... It's, like, still in there somewhere, probably. It, it literally is, though. 
That's wild. But to think, the amount of times you've gone to the beach, you probably swam with a bunch of dead bodies and didn't <laughs> know it. You're going to give our audience, like, triggering memories. But we have, like, a 10-year-old listening to this right now, and his mom's, like, going to take him to the beach tomorrow. Listen, don't let your 10-year-olds listen to this show. Yeah. Respectfully, don't do that. Also, don't swim in the Carolinas, apparently, also, don't since Blackbeard's bodies there. Don't go to any beach, actually. I'm actually a non-beach advocate. The beaches are only for sharks to live inside the water. Because mm, of Jaws. Because of Jaws. Mm. Wow. I also love that this episode is, again, uh, sirens adjacent. Everything is water like adjacent we... recently, at least on my end. Yeah, that's a good point. It. I can't help it. Maybe we're just really dehydrated. That or I just want to go to the beach and not swim with dead bodies. <laughs> Personally? What you know won't hurt you. What, exactly. I wish I would have known that because I would have freaked out to walk in the water. Now you'll again. never go to the Carolina beaches, ever. I will literally never go. Because you'll go, this goes. might be the one. This, this time is going to be the time I find his body <laughs> right beside me floating up. Just Blackbeard hanging out. <laughs> so legend has it that Blackbeard's ghost appearing as an eerie moving light can be seen moving underwater at Teach's Hole. Some even say that when it rains, you can hear Blackbeard's voice in the din crying. Are you ready? I'm going to say it yeah. in Blackbeard's voice. Okay. Where's my head? <laughs> that sounds pretty good. It was kind of like more like share than a pirate. <laughs> We're like, where's my, where's my head, where's Sonny? My head? Where's my head? I'm share. <laughs> where's my head? I'm share. <laughs> what would like shares a pirate be like? Like, argy matey. Arg matey. <laughs> Where's my head? Where's my head? I'm sure. Well, how would you speak as Blackbeard? Where's my head? I don't have a little Where's list. my head, matey? See? You you can do good. I can't talk low. Where's my head? <laughs> Where's my head? <laughs> this episode is just called Where's My Head? Brought to you by the So no head? <laughs> Absolutely not. Right off. Well, And then it's Blackbeard's out. head. <laughs> I wonder if they eventually took it down. Watch, they're like selling that shit ship at an op- auction, and like you think they didn't take there. it down, it would have like. <laughs> what would they do with it? How long do they keep it there? Decompose. Like, imagine you're selling this ship at an auction, mm. and it's just Blackbeard's head attached to it. Yeah, I feel like that's like kind of awkward to think about. They probably decommissioned the ship, right? Like they, they would have they, to. They could keep it, could they? What? Let's go find the ship. I'm just curious. I don't want to see the head or anything. Yeah. I just want to, like, see. It's probably not even on I feel like there. they would have had to decommission it. Like, why would you want that, like, all that history there? Like, you'd be like, yeah. mm, I don't know about I'm gonna that. I'm going to look for it. I'm going to figure out after this episode where it's at. Okay, so this next little story is called Strange Activity Has Been Recorded at Top Sail Inlet. So it's just, like, that's the header. So we get into it. Okay. So, according to the Port City Daily, North Carolina's Top Sail Inlet has a long history of pirate activity. So, a lot of stuff with North Carolina, apparently, I guess, so far. I mean, it's only the second one, so it could literally be everywhere else. It's still two for two right now. Two for the two. Carolina's got the most pirates. I'll let you keep track of that. You do the math episode, okay. figure out how many. So, two. two. So, <laughs> the legendary Steed Bonnet, known as the Gentleman Pirate, was captured oh. nearby. Blackbeard 2 has ties to the region, obviously. Blackbeard 2? Oh, like Blackbeard 2, T-O-O, not, In not 2. In addition, Blackbeard as well was there. I thought you meant, like, so, Blackbeard the second. Oh, second. It's actually a oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Blackbeard has ties to the region as well, as we've already learned, but Topsail was one of his favorite stopover points for long voyages. Therefore, it makes sense that some consider the region to be haunted by ghost ships. So, Chris Rackley is one of many Topsail locals who believed in the legend of the Topsail pirates. He mm. dismissed the story as, quote, an old fisherman's tale in the early days of his youth. However, he says he changed his mind when he witnessed an anomaly on the water. 
Rackley recounts that one day, when he was about 12 or 13, his father took him fishing. As they passed by the inlet, his father pointed to a radar image indicating the presence of a low-hanging cloud or ship, yet the coast was completely clear. Quote, it was broad daylight and there was nothing there, but the radar sure said there was, he remembers. Oh. So the Wait. radar, what was that? Oh, that's like a big thing in like movies too. Like a lot of like ghost pirate movies or like mm-hmm. cartoons we watched growing up. They'd be yeah. like, it's coming. It's rolling in. I feel like everything's like comes back to Scooby-Doo. It's, but it's I think, iconic. I think the one, like the pirates one where they're yeah. on the cruise ship had that where like mm-hmm. they saw the thing and they're like, oh, there's no, there's, there's there, nothing there's here. There's nothing else in the water. <laughs> It's just us, and then, like, the ship just comes in. Like, now I want to watch both Scooby-Doo, and I want to rewatch the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, that'd be iconic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to rewatch all of that. But I love that it always comes back to Scooby-Doo, at least. <laughs> Everything, one thing about the Mystery Files is we all always tie it back to Scooby-Doo. We will always tie it back <laughs> to Scooby-Doo. I feel like we need a sponsorship at this point. Mm. What is it? Barbara, Hannah Warner, Barbara? Barbara? Warner Hannah. Brothers? Barbara right? Hannah, the company that did it initially? Yeah, right Hanna Barbara. Hanna Barbara. Han- no, wait, that's a. Well, that's why I'm like. That's what's... a retail company. No, I think that's right. Bar- Hanna Barbara. Hanna Barbera. Is that the right? Hanna Barbera. That's it. That's the one. I feel like that's right. Han- Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Okay. Whew. I was like, we're on to it. The, the one I named was a retail place. So. <laughs> you said that's definitely retail. <laughs> So, um, the radar showed the ghost ship perusing his boat for a while. Eventually, the mark faded. One can only presume that the ghost ship returned to the spectral realm where, from whence it came. So, Ooh. all those ghost ships probably just live inside that spectral oh realm God. and then appear. That's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle thing, it too. Is. Like, how, like, things were just, like, disappearing and, like, reappearing. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, probably, like, little portals. Or they're going back to, to Hecky Wecky. They're going back to Hecky Wecky. <laughs> but also, the idea that, like... I just like thinking about this, like, how time is coordinated with, like, stuff with ghosts and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, just how all of that coordinates. Because I feel like these people from this ghost ship are, like, stuck in the past, so they believe it's all still the past. Mm-hmm. But then they're appearing in the present, but they still think they're in the past. Like, that kind of stuff yeah. is interesting to, like, try to grasp. Yeah, that's so interesting that it's, like, they're kind of, like, melting in between, like, both universes yeah. of time. Like, that's... time just doesn't exist for them, but they yeah. still have an idea that they're probably... They think they're yeah. still in their time. Well, you gotta think, too, like, they're not, like... I guess, like, maybe they could see, like, civilization or, like, skylines and stuff. But, like, if they're, like, to be on the water mm-hmm. at all times, like, they're not, like, seeing time update the same way we are. Yeah. So it's, like, if you saw some huge cruise ship, you're, like... Like, what, what is that? Like, I'm horrified. If you see some Disney characters dancing around, you're like, like, what the heck like, is an animation? Like, what is going on? From 17, 18, on? they're not going to understand what even Mickey Mouse is. <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, an interactive Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And they're like, what? They just get thrown on that, but I think it's real. <laughs> they start fighting. <laughs> Love. But yes, that's that little story. And then the next one, which I'm excited about, is the Flying Dutchman, and he's known around the world. I love the Flying Dutchman. I love the Flying Dutchman, brought to you by SpongeBob SquarePants. All of my knowledge from SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) So, the legend of the Flying Dutchman is one of the most popular maritime myths. As the old story goes, while the shoes, shoes, the ship's crew was alive, it was never able to reach a port due to stormy weather. Now the ghostly vessel is doomed to wander the globe forever, bringing bad luck to all unfortunate souls who encounter it. So, Marine Insight states that the Flying Dutchman was first referenced in the 1600s, when several sailors encountered it around South Africa's Cape of Good Hope. According to their records, the schooner thrashed about the waters and nearly crashed into the rocks before dissolving into thin air. 
Since then, the famous fright has been spotted all around the world. One of the most notable encounters with the Flying Dutchman occurred in 1881 when Prince George V was sailing the seas as a midshipman. Also, is V fifth or is that? That's five. Okay, V good. is five. I had to have a whole lesson with this with Benjamin, so I was making sure <laughs> v I... V is five. I, was, I didn't want to say V and sound stupid, so mm-hmm. I guessed it was five. V Thank with, you. like, a little I on it, that's six. That's six. And then it, like, goes And up. then if it's before, isn't it lower? Like, if it was X with an I before, isn't it nine? Or am I dumb? Or is that, like, 12, if you put it after? Maybe? I, do, I don't know that much. I know X is ten, and then after that, the I's happen again. And then it's, yeah. like, XV is, like, 15. Okay. Well, Prince George the Fifth. was sailing the seas as a midshipman for the British Royal Navy. His ship, the HMS Bacant, Bacant, was coasting along the Australian waters when a sailor spotted the Dutchman on the horizon. Shortly after announcing the sighting, the sailor fell from his perch in the top mast and died. Oh my god. So that was like one of the most popular sightings. This guy just like saw it. It's like a curse thing. Mm -hmm. Like like just seeing it like curses you or something. Yeah. I'm like I don't want to see it. Another reason I don't want to go in the ocean. (laughs) Dead bodies and ghosty ghosts. Another reason you will not catch you on a cruise ship. You won't catch me even close. I wonder how many people on a cruise ship have seen something like that and like not really talked about it. Like been like oh it's like fine. Yeah I'm just drunk from all the all the water wine. All the all the, the water wine. <laughs> it's like sea salt flavored. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> wait, that sounds kind of good though. What? Sea well, salt sea salt's wine? good on stuff though. Sea salt's good. Have you ever had In a chocolate sea, sea salt donut? Not a donut, but I've had chocolate sea salt and it's been pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if, but what if in it was wine, like, that's not proper. Maybe like a chocolate wine? Like chocolate sea salt wine. Okay, I'm really stretching okay. here. That might be better. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing what you're throwing down. Like, like you have it with like a little bit of ice. Maybe it's like a mocha. It's like a coffee moment. Okay, listen to this idea. Branching off of that idea, <laughs> we do a Bailey's Irish cream. Okay. And then we can do like a little salted caramel thing mm-hmm. mixed with Bailey's Irish cream. And then it's called like the 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 like sea salt thing. The Let's sea open- salt. Bailey's. Beeball, be <laughs> what is it? Bailey's sea salt. <laughs> that, that will do that. Let's open like a bar next. That, that's our next uh, endeavor. Like, like the Mystery bar. Files bar. <laughs> They're like, oh God. It's like all a bunch of terrible drinks. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. It's just all of our podcasts on a constant loop. They're no like, music. Oh, they'll, just... keep, they'll probably think they're in Hecky Wecky. Listening <laughs> to that. On a loop. They're like, let me out. We have it blasted so no one else in there can talk. Like a real bar when you can't hear anything. It's just us screaming. Like, what is happening? (laughs) So, on to the next story. It's Davy Jones, and he's one of the most menacing figures to sail the seven seas. So, Davy Jones Jones. is actually the inspiration for this. Because I was looking into the ghost ships. Uh And then I was like, I might, I kind of want to do a case with Davy Jones in it. So, then I started looking at all the other people. Like, Mm -hmm. pirates and stuff. And then Benjamin is also like, you should just do pirates. And I was like, you're right. So on to Davy Jones. So fans of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise will recognize Davy Jones as a frightening foe with a beard made out of tentacles. Yeah. He's like the most memorable guy from those movies. So the character wasn't just a product of the films. He really did exist in pirate lore. Yet historians are uncertain as to what the origin is of this legend. According to Marine Insight, some stories recognize Davy Jones as the ghostly captain of the Flying Dutchman, doomed to sail the seven seas forever. Others associate him with a pirate named David Jones, who could oh. be... I don't know who David Jones is. But, but, it, it, Davy, David? Oh my god! <laughs> it's a nickname. You're so stinking funny. <laughs> you think, you just know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's associated with a pirate. 
David Jones, who can be found navigating the waters of the Indian Ocean in the 1630s. Man, this guy is old. <laughs> Many scholars, however, believed that the connection is unlikely, given that David Jones was not very well known during his lifetime. One of the most colorful theorists posits that Davy Jones was a secretary, nefarious, well, sorry, was secretly nefarious owner of a British pub. Uh, a pub! That, that makes a pub! Weird. Oh my god! It's like the mystery a pub. Files. The mystery the files pub. pub. The pub. The pub. The pub. The sea salt wine. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! This is coming back together. This is making so much sense. See, we we just like our instincts just know where to go, and us then and, we just said circles back. Us and empaths sensing a pub. <laughs> sensing a pub. I'm sensing a pub right I'm now. Sensing pub vibes. So Jones would make sure that his customers embittered until they were drunk. He would, oh my gosh, he would then kidnap them and sell them to pirate ships. So not our pub. So not, could Not be, our pub. Couldn't be our pub. <laughs> Personally, not our pub. We just play loud music really loud. Yep. <laughs> not music in the podcast. <laughs> we just play our episodes really loud. Yeah, couldn't be him. Honestly, that's disrespectful to us. What if like it was like, <laughs> what if it was like our intro was like the only thing that played at like the, the bar hello. we're at the. No, the. <laughs> Hello. Or or it's uh this episode is brought to you by, by Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> we love you, Anchor. Never stop. Never quit. <laughs> so eventually, um, when his pub went bankrupt, he stole a ship and became a pirate himself. So this guy said, I'm done with selling people, kidnapping them, sell the pirate ships. Just decided to have a change of pace in yeah, life. Yeah, eventually went bankrupt. And he's like, you know, I'm just going to steal a ship and become a pirate myself. I'll do the thing myself. So he oh did. Oh, my gosh. So he was particularly violent when killing the crews of ships he captured. If he was feeling merciful, he would, de- oh, God, he would decapitate his victims and if he wasn't, he would lock them up and sink their vessel while they were still imprisoned on it. So this guy oh is God. violent. He's got some issues, What's clearly. What's like, I guess, like, maybe the obsession with the decapitation comes from, like, it's, like, a victory thing. Like, you see in a lot of yeah. Roman Greek stuff, like, give me his head. It's, I think it's a victory thing. And then maybe it's something mm. with, like, their soul won't get me. I feel like I've heard that a lot I've heard ago. about that, too, yeah. Something about the head is, well, that Yeah. Like, well, I've heard before, too, sometimes, like, the soul is, like, in the head and not in, like, the... The body. The body. So if they keep the head or something. I don't really know. Because in a lot of horror stuff, like, sometimes the head is, like, still working or something. Yeah. Like, and, like, or it the also, spirit's like, still in there. ensures they're, like, killed, killed. Because mm. no one's coming back from their head mm-hmm. being, like... Yeah. That's ugh. wild. That grosses me out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, That's, not, but, If like, you want to talk about, like, a problematic person to be canceled, like... Let's cancel... Let's cancel. What's his name again? Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Let's cancel Davy Jones. Let's cancel Davy Jones. Canceled. Canceled immediately. Well, that's probably why he was inspiration for the Pirates of the Caribbean so person too, because he was just so corrupt and evil. I mm-hmm. think that's a part of his story in it yeah, too. Is like evil, like he just like did so many bad things it started to corrupt him. Yeah, but like even the tentacles mm-hmm. on his little face. Villain, villain. <laughs> So, on to our next little story. Amanda Large Teague claims she's married to a pirate's ghost. So That's you. Me? I'm married to a pirate's ghost. I would claim something crazy like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the first person to actually be married to a pirate's ghost. <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> so, Amanda Large Teague is a modern woman from Belfast, Ireland. Belfast. Belfast, Ireland. Is that a good Irish accent? Yeah, that was good. That was good. Belfast, Thanks. Ireland. Belfast, Ireland. I do have that Irish blood running through my veins. Oh, my God. They said, coursing straight through. <laughs> but she claims that she recently divorced the ghost of a 300-year-old uh, Haitian pirate named Jack Teague. Great. So she married him, but also divorced him. 
Word. So according to the Washington Post, Amanda began to engage with the New Age spirituality around 2010. The first time she sensed Jack's spectral presence, she was in the middle of a meditation. Mm-hmm. Annoyed at the interruption, she asked him to go away, and he did. Yet it was only a matter of time before he showed up again. He's just asking for a date. He's like, hey, you want to go hey, out, you. baby? He's like, no, go away. Even men don't say no when they're ghosts. Get a wow. <laughs> she's, trying to, she's trying to do her yoga and meditate. And he's like, hey, hey, cutie. Hey, girl. They, they... Ghost calling? Ghost calling. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I just told him about the 70-year-old creep at Starbucks today. <laughs> Guys, Maybe I was... he was a ghost. I was working on this episode at Starbucks earlier today, and I'm sitting outside. I'm enjoying that sun because it's like 90 degrees, and this old man walks up to me <laughs> and it's like hey your legs are getting burnt and i was like oh man i don't want to get burnt and so i like moved and i was like oops my bad and he literally goes yeah i like your skin <laughs> i was like ew you you sicko he might be a pirate yeah like... he's like i like your skin and then he paused for a second and went, yeah it's beautiful and i was like oh yeah i wouldn't want to burn it and then i put my airpods in quick and like typed away oh i was like God. i'm not even <laughs> I, I can't talk to you anymore. Maybe that's how uh, the ghost won her over. Maybe it was like, I, I like, like your, your skin. skin. I want to possess you. your skin. Like, <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, stop it, baby. Stop it, new husband. <laughs> Actually disgusting. Get a grip. Don't say that to people. <laughs> so annoyed at the interruption, she asked him to go away and he did. Yet it was only a matter of time before he showed up again. So eventually Amanda decided to engage him in conversation. Oh my God. So she said, I guess I'll talk to him. Over the course of several months, she was able to deduce his identity as a swashbuckler. A so, swashbuckler. A swashbuckler. And Cher comes back, swashbuckler. That's a terrible So song. swashbuckler. Swashbuckler. Oh. oh. So Amanda claims that her relationship with Jack was like any other. Throughout their engagement, they what? would oh they would go to Dublin for romantic getaways, argue and uh-huh. do their deeds. And do their deeds I'm not, with a gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying. That's just like, it's a whole plot in Grey's Anatomy, too. Someone sleeping with a ghost. Yeah, and then she ends up being very ill. So so there was no ghost. She was just mentally ill. She, yeah, she well, not mentally ill. She had a tumor. but Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Does but that make fine. you see ghosts? It, well, you can make it hallucinate. So she thought she was seeing a ghost of someone. Oh. I'm not going to say who it is if someone's starting at the beginning because I did that recently. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so she saw a ghost. She was hallucinating him after Work. he died, but she had a tumor. So maybe, maybe that's girl, what's going on here. Maybe like, she yeah. was doing that, but yeah, they'd go to Dublin and do their things. So in 2016, they were wedded in a special marriage ceremony on a boat, which... Um, on a boat, on great. A, of course, on a boat. How romantic. How romantic. They said swashbuckling who? So they got married on a boat with Jack consenting to the marriage through a medium... They also confirmed their marriage through a pagan hand fasting ceremony in which cords were wrapped around their joined hands to represent the binding of their fates. What? Girl, I think he's trying to steal your soul. Can I can I just say, like, if someone was there, I bet you what happened was that they tied it together and then the medium was like, okay, time to tie you up together and then just, like, fell. Like, it's you like, know? Because there's no one there to hold it. Like, he's For like, real. There's, like, nothing to hold onto the arms. <laughs> this is whack. So the marriage went south. Well, yeah, the marriage went south after only two weeks when Amanda Darn. fell ill, fell ill, and <gasps> believed that Jack was to blame. So maybe she did have something. Oh. Look at Guess me. The my... boat is sinking over there. The boat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a wreck. It's a shipwreck. <laughs> so she confronted him, and he reportedly threatened to murder her if she abandoned him. Oh my He's been God. toxic since day one, girl. Not leaving mm-hmm. you alone when you're trying to do your meditation and just. 
Taking mm. you on. Red flag, red flag. How do you flag. break up with a ghost? Because they can just, like, stay just after you're you. like, hey, I'm not interested anymore. Ugh, men. Ugh. <laughs> so, I guess he threatened to murder her. She abandoned him. So, recognizing that she was dealing with a dangerous spirit, she asked a shaman to perform a deep possession ceremony, serving her, severing her from Jack forevermore. Ooh. So, she got a whole... I think people need a deep possession ceremony wow. from every single ex, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should like anytime like i have like a bad experience i'll just like start like making a little circle just to exercise it out of exercise me. those demons girl oh my gosh that is wild that's chaos that is, that is a wild story you go girl you got your you got your thing <laughs> i can't believe like she probably paid a medium to do it too like yeah. oh yeah i totally believe there's a ghost here like can you like imagine being a medium and having something that crazy come to you because you're normally yeah. like going to people trying to talk to their loved ones that are like gone yeah. but it's like no i want to marry this creepy yeah. ghost it's just like so weird because i feel like i believe in ghosts i think yeah. they are very real but it's just like that that extreme like, How do i don't know a ghost girl i don't know do you it's wild not my job to shame but also he's been a red flag if it was a nice yeah. ghost i could see where you're coming from if you want to marry a nice ghost go for it but like a problematic you don't pirate have man problematic pirate ghost you don't exactly. need all that in your life girl and clearly two weeks after the marriage you realize this mm-hmm. at least she got out she did good for you good for you queen good for you for getting out girl <laughs> do your thing so now it's time for the next little story. So White Point Garden is home to the ghosts of executed pirates. So, so there's a whole place where all these executed pirates live. So all the pirates from the from earlier are now like coming back. Yeah, they're vibing. It's revenge. Revenge. So <laughs> White Point Garden is one of Charleston, South Carolina's most beautiful spaces. Carolina. Was number it North, three. Was it North or South Carolina before? We'll, we'll they say just the said the Carolinas. Yeah. Okay, so we'll say South. So we're on three. So three Carolinas. <laughs> Most beautiful spaces, and it's nestled by Fort Sumter in the Charleston Harbor. It's a popular attraction for tourists who want to admire lovely foliage and engage with Civil War history. In the 18th century, however, long before the Union and the Confederacy went head-to-head, it was a place where dozens of pirates were executed, including the infamous Stead Bonnet. Uh, Low Country Weekend reports that Bonnet's ship was captured by Colonel William Rhett in North Carolina's Cape Fear River in 1718. He and some 30 members of his crew were sentenced to hang at White Point in a mass execution that took the lives of 49 pirates in total. Wow. That's a lot of That's a lot, lot of people. Wow. So legend has it that these men's spirits still haunt the park today. Multiple visitors Ooh. have allegedly spotted eerie faces among the among the park's foliage. Yeah. Some have even reported sightings of spectral bodies. Ooh, that's horrifying. What? Of spectral bodies hanging from the tree branches there. Oh, like, that's, oh my god, ooh. like when they, oh my god. Can you imagine, like, how in The Conjuring they have, you yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that whole scene? Imagine that, but it's like a bunch of bodies. Oh my god, that's that wild. That is so off-putting. I, I fully believe, like, I, I, it's not like I disbelieve the other ones, but, like, I fully believe that's happening, because, like, especially if, like, you had that many people who, like, perished Suffered. there. Especially, like, with like hanging because mm-hmm. it's literally yeah. such a traumatic experience well yeah dying in any sort of realm is going to be like awful but yeah. like you don't sometimes people don't die immediately there's going to be happens. like a lot of like a tra- trauma like you said still there that's like a, yeah like unfinished business so like mm-hmm. i can fully see like that energy there it's just like i bet people go to that park and they immediately feel a little weird i would feel awful like you just like because you know like when you like are in like a spooky place and you mm-hmm. walk in you just feel like this weird yeah, thing it's come like over even you. like you go to a cemetery and like you don't even want to really talk. I don't know if you get that way, but I feel like very mm-hmm. just 
weird when I go to cemeteries. Yeah. But I feel like something like that where something so gruesome happened. Yeah. And I feel like, I, you might have talked about it before when you've gone to, like, um, Gettysburg, how it's yeah. just that quiet. I think you talked about that Oh, before. yeah, there's, like, this weird quiet. Like, obviously, like, when you go to the battlefields, you're supposed to not really, like, be loud and yeah. stuff because, like, it's a respect thing. But also, like, sometimes you walk into certain areas and you just feel, like, this movement of presence. Yeah. Like... Oh my god, like, at um, Devil's Den, for example, like, mm-hmm. that area is so haunted. Like, you get there, and it just feels like... Ooh. Especially towards sundown, like, right now, like, this, where we are right now, how the sun's, like, kind of setting. Yeah. It's very that. Like, it feels Ooh. like there's just this weird vibe in the air. So, mm-hmm. I can't imagine going to that park, because I feel like I would feel something, like, yeah, instantly. Like, stuff like that has a very dark, like, energy. And yeah. the only time I've ever, like, experienced that, like, really, really bad is when I went to um, visit the Holocaust Museum back in high school. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, it was just, like, heavy all yeah. over. And it got, like, really bad when we walked walk past and saw... I don't know if anyone's ever been there, but mm-hmm. they have a whole section with all, like, the shoes of, oh, like, the yeah, children. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it just... Oh, it's it so heavy. Feels... It's so, like... It's yeah. a lot. But stuff like that, it's, like, yeah. it's just hard being in places like that. Because, like, a lot has happened and mm-hmm. just, like, awful and sad. And I feel like when you have context, too, that definitely, like, adds to it. But I feel like sometimes when you go places and you see things, like, even without the context, like, you just... You can feel it. just feel it. Sometimes you sense it. Wow. Other times you know, like, the graphic and violent, terrible mm-hmm. history, like, the victims and everything. And it's really I, sad. I can't imagine going to that park. I don't know if I would this ever park, just... No. Yeah, I can't just imagine being like, hey, you want to meet me, like, at this park? But and... how could you literally go and be, like, feel comfortable knowing, like, 49 people were just mm-hmm. executed there? Well, it's probably, like, a memorial thing, too. Like, people will go there, like, for history reasons. But, like, if we were just chilling in the park, I don't know if I could. No. Who yeah. would go and chill there unless they were, like, <laughs> real into ghosts in a way that I'm not into ghosts? Like, then, then again, at the same time, I've been to Gettysburg 50-plus times, so who knows? Well, a little different because it's like there's battlefields yeah. and like different elements of history there but this is mm-hmm. just a park that they literally just mm-hmm. a bunch of people that is wild so it's wild. really sad but a lot of ghosts wow lots of demons creepy that's things. so spooky but our next little story is called brown bushel lingers about bagdale hall so i don't know that what this is. none of those words are in the bible none of, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard one of those words in the bible <laughs> That so, like Bella and the Witch Elm? Bella and the Witch Elm? <laughs> Brown Bushel and Bagdale Hall? <laughs> Col- what is it, Colonel Mustard with the candlestick? <laughs> That's exactly what that sounds like. So Bagdale Hall is a beautiful hotel located in Whitby, an English seaside town. It is also home to the ghost of a convicted pirate. The hotel's official website states that it was built for the Coiners, a prominent Whitby family in 1516. It was passed on to several owners before being handed down to Captain Brown Bushel. Bushel had a comfortable life in the spacious house with his wife, a daughter of Oliver Cromwell's chief of staff. He lost it all in 1651. However, when he was executed on the basis of a piracy-related treason charge. Piracy? Piracy. So, like, they said, Like, he was ripping DVDs? <laughs> mm-hmm. He was just being a whole pirate and was committing treason. And they oh, said, jail. You said, execution. you're done. You're treason? done. Treason? Get out of here. Get done. So, according to the haunted rooms, Bushel is still very present at Bagdale Hall today. Several guests at the hotel have allegedly heard him walking up and down the stairs of the building. Some even claim to have seen him floating about. Polster, polster, poltergeist activity with lights switching on in empty rooms and disembodied voices whispering have all been reported at the hotel as well. That's creepy. Oh, 
I can't imagine. I can't imagine, like, actively seeing something like that happen. Like, mm-hmm. lights switching on and off and, like, that kind of stuff. Well, that's happened to me before. Lights switching on and off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe not even just, what? like, not even just, like, upper lights, like, like, lamps. Like, lamps flickering, like, Absolutely. I mean, I've had a light flicker, but I kind of just blamed mm-hmm. it on it not being plugged in. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to think about it. It's actually a ghost. <laughs> I, uh, I'll have to, like... I, I like I always want to do a Gettysburg episode at some point, so I don't want to give up all my good stories. But yeah. there was one time, like I'll, I'll get whatever I do Gettysburg, like that's gonna you be a long one because yeah. I have a lot of crazy hauntings mm-hmm. there. But um, I think I might have told you about before. But we were at like um, we were staying at a like bed and breakfast, and in the middle of the night, like um, the lights of the lamps just started like turning oh, off and on. No. So it was like really weird because like none of us like were. Messing like, with it. Messing with it at all. Yeah. That creeps me out. Mm-hmm. When stuff starts messing with stuff like that, I'm yeah. like, I'm out of here. Like how you said, like, you would, like, unplug it, too. I feel like, w- yeah. like where I'd really scream was if I unplugged a lamp and yeah. it was still, like, Well, it's weird that you say that because I've been watching, like, Sam and Colby on YouTube. You were, I was yeah, on yeah, yeah. and came in. But they do a lot of stuff with flashlights where they have flashlights mm-hmm. and have the spirit, like, put their energy into it and turn it on oh, and off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they communicate with spirits through that. Oh, but wow. But their most recent video, like, it really freaked me out because they had, like, a poltergeist incident there mm-hmm. where the one guy was saying, like, oh, you should close this door. And because it actually closed on them before. When they were, like, down in this basement and they heard it, like, slam. But then this guy went into this room by himself and was like, if you don't want me in here, slam the door. And he held the camera at the door. And then as soon as the guy, like, shifted the camera a little bit to the side, the door slammed behind him. Absolutely And the guy was, like, crying because he was so scared. I'm like, oh. Oh, But it was literally on camera. I was like, there's nothing to explain that. Yeah. But seeing that in person, I could not. So, like, Mm-mm, I wouldn't know what to do. Poltergeist, like, I'm it. out. Like, I'd be fun to kind of see something, but I'd still be scared. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I love ghosts, I feel like if anything ever actually happened, I'd be in tears. <laughs> like, that bad. Like, this is it for me. That's it for me. But on to the next little story now. Um, so, Captain William Kidd guards his treasure from beyond the grave. So, <laughs> Captain William Kidd is one of the most legendary pirates of the 17th century. He is best known for the story of his buried treasure which has fascinated and puzzled historians for generations. Ripley's Believe It or Not explains that Kidd was originally beloved by the Crown as a privateer, essentially a pirate authorized by the British government to defend its ships. Mm. So he was like a hierarchy guy. He said, I'm, oh, wow. I'm on top of it. Yeah. So his reputation was irreversibly altered. However, when he plundered a 500-ton American ship called the Quetta Merchant off of the coast of India... Uh, the ship's owner, a powerful minister, was outraged and be- demanded justice. Fearing that he would soon be subject to a trial, Kidd took initiative by hiding parts of his treasure on Gardner's Island in New York. Oh, I've heard of that before, hiding treasures in different places. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, this this where it's probably come from. Yeah, from this, this is a long time ago, too, so it Ooh. makes sense. But it was suspected that he also hid bounty on Block's Island of, and Block Island and Liberty Island, although these suspicions were not confirmed before Kidd's execution in 1701. So according to Ghosts of New York, there might be some validity to the Liberty Island rumors after all. Allegedly, in 1825, two soldiers who had heard whispers about the buried treasure were assigned to the island, and they were determined to find it. After a great deal of searching, they found Captain Kidd's chest, but before they could open it, the captain's ghost arose in a demonic form, furious that they would dare to steal his most prized possession. The men were so terrified that they fainted instantly. Whoa. So that's that whole story. I don't know what happened when they woke up, like... But they still fainted, They yeah. fainted. And wow. They probably thought they'd have it or something. Wild. But that's so creepy. I wonder why, like, 
um, he hid his treasure everywhere. Like, because was it like the idea that he would get out of jail at some point or something and like he could find it again? Yeah. Or was it like a spiteful thing? Like, if I'm going down, they're not getting my treasure. I feel like it was a little bit of both because it's like it belonged to him and he didn't want mm. anyone else to have it. And then it's also like yeah. if he put it in more than one place and if someone did find one, he'd still have half mm. of it. Yeah, because they didn't want people to seize it or anything. Like, it's like, I don't want this to happen. Yeah, like, it's probably an ego thing, too. Like, this is mine, and, like, I deserve all of this. I've heard of Kid before, but I don't know where from I've heard of him. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I've heard of him maybe in, like, songs, maybe, or, like... Maybe. I feel like a lot of these people, well, majority, feel like they're, like, big in, like, pop culture things, Mm -hmm. but some I can't really place. I feel like a lot of these are a melting pot into, like, just one pirate. Yeah. Like, usually Blackbeard or Davy Jones, maybe. I think, like, they take all of these pirates and melt them, like, Mm -hmm. in media. Especially the image of Blackbeard. That's how you, like, think a pirate looks with that long, shaggy beard and, like, violent and crazy for their treasure mm. and all that kind of stuff like so you think about sense. even like the pirate from codename kids next door yeah. even like that's blackbeard yeah because i think his name's like black is it blackbeard it's like black licorice or something like that black licorice. i, I think feel like that makes name. sense i can't remember but that show yeah. looks good Mm-hmm. Good oh show. my god that's like where i like learn the most about pirates honestly <laughs> so probably with show. him i'm like yep he's the one that's the one okay well on to our next case so, the ghost at 37 Meeting Street is known for petty theft. So... <laughs> Just be... The, go, the ghost on... What was it? 37? 37th Street. The ghost on 37th Street is just known for being petty. He's known for being a petty little jerk. <laughs> so, the mansion that's located at 37 Meeting Street may well be one of the most haunted buildings in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, my God. Number four. Number four. Give it up for number four. Number four. Day four. Give it up for day number four. <laughs> day number so according to the historical marker database the beautiful georgian home was built in 1760 by local architect jane simmons hence it is known often known as the james simmons house today it's in the middle of the city in the 18th century however it was situated along the bank of a creek given its location by the water in pirate hotspots south carolina it's been attached to various legends about pirates throughout the ages so charleston magazine reports that 37 Meeting Street has long been rumored to be the site of buried pirate treasure. Ooh, imagine having your living there and, like, being on that site. Probably yeah. haunted as heck, but, like, yeah. get that You're treasure. like, oh, there's, there's a... It's just under your basement. Wait, it's on an island? <laughs> well, no, it's on Charleston. It was initial, initially by a creek, but then I think the house was moved or something. Oh, or the gotcha, creek gotcha. was dried up or something. <laughs> what did you think? Because, again, it goes back, like, because I, I didn't realize, like, because it's, like, by the water, it's kind of, again, like, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, <laughs> how they're all pirates. Yes. Stop, they're ghosts. And there's, like, treasure there, and they're, like, trying to, like, find it. We should have links in our bios to all these different references, people to go to watch. Yeah, like, just, like, list everything we've talked about in yeah. it so people can go watch it. I just, I, I feel link. like everyone's seen Zombie Island, I know, right? but to, like, have it on one spot, it's like, here's the link to watch Zombie Island, here's the link to mm-hmm. watch... It'd just be cute. Some five-year-old's watching this right now, too, and is like, is like, I, I don't know. Zombie what... Island. <laughs> no, I was like, I don't know what that is. What's Scooby-Doo? They would have been born in 2017. Imagine not knowing what Scooby-Doo is. That's embarrassing. I feel like everyone knows, though. Like a child. Like, as soon as you're born, they go, Scooby-Doo. My kid's going to be cultured real quick. That's all <laughs> I got to say. Stephanie's baby's going to be cultured real quick. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put my infant down on the couch by himself and turn on Scooby-Doo for 12 hours. <laughs> Some people put Coco Melon. I put... I put Scooby-Doo put Zombie Scooby-Doo Island on. Island. <laughs> They're going to adjust to horror real quick. They're going to be traumatized just like their mom. Oh my gosh. But it was on a creek. Okay. <laughs> it was on a creek. Gotcha. And then it dried up, I think. 
And then it mm. wasn't a creek anymore. But just a dirt pile. Just a dirt pile. Yeehaw. <laughs> so it's rumored to be the site of a buried pirate treasure. So while said that um I don't know what this is. While said booty has never been found, the ghost of the formidable pirate, most likely the treasure's owner, has allegedly been spotted on the grounds. Some have seen oh. this lost soul. Ew, he spotted on the ground. Some have Ooh. seen the lost soul in the home's backyard as an ambiguous form with his arms folded across his oh chest. Oh, my God. Imagine seeing a form in your backyard. Ooh. Absolutely not. I it's mean, probably like an apparition thing, too. It's not like fully realized. So you just mm-hmm. see like a glowing kind of yeah figure. But imagine mm-hmm. like his arms folded. It's probably so intimidating. Yeah. Oh, Heck my God. No. Ooh. And it's like in a dried up like creek just mm-hmm. like and you're just like looking outside from your, your window. Yard. I'd cry. You're washing your hands. Crying. Look out the window. You see that. You're doing the dishes. Yeah. And absolutely. you just see some guy digging in your backyard That's for treasure. I move. I move immediately. <laughs> so others have heard him calling out for water in the middle of the night. So we go, water. Oh, water. <laughs> Thank you, Cher. Cher Arc, water. This episode. Thank you, Cher. Thank you, Cher. Thanks, Cher. It's giving Cher. It's giving Cher. <laughs> I am an empath sensing Cher. So, <laughs> so others have heard him calling for water in the middle of the night. One account even uh, paints him as a petty thief. So an eyewitness who grew up in the building in the 1970s said that he caught a glimpse of the ghost and heard a mysterious creaking coming from the stairwell one day. Shortly after, some valuable jewelry disappeared from his mother's powder room. The collective consensus was that the ghost was to blame. What's he going to do with that? He's dead. Yeah, like, I guess you can blame a ghost, though, because, like... They do mess with stuff like that. But, yeah. But, like, where are they going to put it? What if they take it to the afterlife? They somehow, like, rip the... Rip the materialistic thing of yeah. the earth, and it's like, I have currency now. <laughs> they rip through the spectral realm to take <laughs> your mother's jewelry. Oh, my God, like, spirit uh, cryptocurrency. Oh, uh, Crypto, cryptid. Cryptid. Crypt- cryptid currency! Cryptid <gasps> oh, my gosh. Did We're we just invent something? I think we just... Uh, cryptid currency? Yeah, cryptid currency. Oh, my God. It's for ghosts. Oh my god. This I'm, this is making sense. This is this is adding up in my sense. brain. We only accept cryptid currency at our pub, guys. Yeah. For the Mystery Faust pub? For the Mystery Faust pub, we only accept cryptid currency, so make we sure you accept. you get your stocks now. Get your stocks now. <laughs> Sign up. Okay, now I'm gonna pick one last one. So I'm gonna see okay. which one has the best vibe from these stories. I love that you always pick so, like, many. Like, you you just make sure we are covered. Well, I want to make sure. What if I only have, like, three and I'm, like, darn flabbergasted? I goofed myself today. (laughs) And then you, like, get to the last one and, like, ah, some of these are stupid. I can skip them. And sometimes I end up going back and I'm, like, I did have time for that. (laughs) So we'll just do this one last one. It's called A Headless Skeleton Roams Mississippi's Deer Island. So Mississippi's Deer Island is seen by some of the hotbed of supernatural activity so it's a pretty like active area mm-hmm. as far as ghosts also one mississippi for california one mississippi wait what we're <laughs> counting the states i'm like for california oh. one mississippi mississippi's the only one that's out of the norm can we get two mississippi can we get a two mississippi, two mississippi? <laughs> so rumors of hauntings have swirled for generations in 1922 a columnist named anthony Raguzin wrote an article for the Sun Herald called The Headless Ghost Haunted Deer Island in Olden Times. Ooh. That's a long title. So Yeah, maybe maybe that could have used some edits. Maybe couple you that down, Sun Herald. <laughs> Sand it down just a Sand bit. Sand down just a little bit. <laughs> but the olden times he was alluding to were the early 1800s. So according to Ragazin, back in the heyday of pirate activity, a captain and his crew sailed to Deer Island with a ship full of stolen loot. 
After burying the treasure, the captain asked if anyone wanted to help him guard it, and an inexperienced pirate eagerly volunteered. Little did he know, the question was a test. One of the lieutenants, believing the pirate secretly wanted the treasure for himself, chopped off the pirate's head. Oh. oh, so dang another another. another well, I guess it, they, they said it was a decapitation running mm-hmm. around. So like, so like, dang. We need to stop with all that. It's we gross. just need to get all these pirates together and just start some group therapy. They need. They do need some therapy. Like, Not only for be doing that, like feeling okay to do that to someone mm-hmm. else, but also for all the people who aren't okay with it and had to watch it on that mm-hmm. ship. Exactly. Justice for we those just sad start pirates. Yelling at the Carolinas and be like, "Come on, guys, it's time for group therapy." Group therapy. You have sad history here, loves. And so then they... shares our special guest for oh, them. Share leads it. She goes, "Snap out of it! Snap out of it! Get healthy! Get healthy and happy! Get healthy and happy! Someone get Olivia Rodrigo! <laughs> happy and healthy! <laughs> My share accent is not off. Not good. Mine's pretty good. I think you are pretty. It's pretty good. So, the pirate's body wasted away, and his headless skeleton was doomed to roam the island oh forevermore. So, not only did Ragnarsson record the legend of this headless specter, but he also wrote about a reported sighting. Allegedly, in the 19th century, two fishermen were sitting by a campfire when they heard a rustling in the bushes behind them. Ooh. They initially ignored the sound, suspecting it to be wild hogs. Great movie. So, <laughs> they were shocked when they finally turned around and found the headless skeleton looming over them. When they staggered back in horror, the skeleton began to approach. Then they started to sprint toward the boat, and the skeleton pursued them. They escaped in the nick of time. So, like, imagine being, like, Like, chased chased by a skeleton. A headless skeleton. You know what that makes me think of? The, like, ten-foot-tall skeletons people put outside their houses during Halloween. Yeah, we just take the head off, and they'll be like, oh my god, it's that ghost. That's why, that's all I keep visualizing is those, like, big things being like, hi. Hi, but it has no head. But that's... That's, like, again, so interesting that, like, they, there's, like, tales of, like, skeletons, like, of pirates roaming yeah. around. Because that's another big, like, media thing I've seen. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen, like, you know, uh, like, a pirate sword inside yeah, a skeleton's Yeah, they have a sword and it's just a skeleton. And then he's like... <laughs> and you hear the bones go... <laughs> yeah, like, crinkling. If I... If I saw if I saw a skeleton jump out from a bush, I'd kick him. I'd, I'd kick, kick him. him for I'd sure. <laughs> you what and I would, would both like horse kick him. Yeah. Like <laughs> his kneecaps would fall off. <laughs> like I would like get behind like this and like kick him like a horse. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh no. Like I would. Oh my god. It simply it's, isn't it. Kicking's like my first go to like in yeah. a fight. Like the first to thing I do is bones. like I'm, I'm gonna kick him. <laughs> Speaking of like skeleton bones. This isn't even really skeleton related, but You're did like, you I see? found a skeleton. Today. I, there's actually a skeleton buried in my building. No I'm kidding. <laughs> did you see that TikTok about um, how they make the sounds for Mr. Crab's legs on SpongeBob? No. It's just like a crab leg. They hit them together. Ooh. It literally. I'm gonna show you because I have it recently. It's on Benjamin just sent it to me. But I'm like, it is the creepiest thing. I'm like, how did they learn how to do that? Ignore that TikTok. Spoiler. Not for me. For Stranger Things. Oh, we're... We don't want that. Um, let me find it real quick. It's just so chaotic. I'm like, what the heck is this? Oh, my God. Okay, here it is. You ready? This is a sound. Keen crab legs. How many of this sounds familiar to you? <gasps> this can't be fucking possible. These like, what? That's wild. But that's how I imagine they make the sounds for the bones oh on a my... movie. They have real bones. And they're oh, and they're just, like, hitting them off <laughs> each skeletons. other? <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's what I imagine with that. But... 
That's wild. But yeah, that's all the different stories I have for you. I have other ones that we could possibly, like I said before, we can always make different things for our TikTok to show these yeah. other cases. Yeah, we, we gotta get on soon. that. Yeah, I have so I many other ones say. I want to share. We've done that for the last four episodes. Been I like, know. oh, we need to do that. So we'll have to get together and just have a day where we do that together. Yeah, that'll so, be fun. So yeah, but what are your thoughts? What was your favorite case? The most interesting is going to be your favorite. Um, like, the one you were like, that's crazy. Honestly, the last one with the skeleton thing, that is just, like, wild, like, fully visualizing it. But if I had to pick a different one, because using the last one is kind of weak. Yeah. You're, you're probably like, that's my favorite like, one. I really liked the kid one a lot. I think the kid one really stuck with me. And then mm-hmm. I like the idea of, like, a, what was it, Davy Jones ships, like, being spotted all across the world. Yeah. That is so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking about it. I can't remember, like, you know how, like, you'll remember, like, I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, you've watched a horror or scary movie thing when you were a kid, and sometimes you just cannot remember what movie it was for the life of it, but you just remember the visual. You remember the visual terribly. I feel like there's a movie or TV show I watched where, like, there were these kids who were just, like, hanging out, like, in their room, and they, like, looked out the window, and there was, like, a bunch of ghost pirate ships that just, like, Ah, showed up. I don't remember that. But I don't know what I'm thinking of. It's definitely from something. I would YouTube it and see after. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Because I feel like I remember that vaguely, but I can't yeah. place that. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, it, just, yeah. it was just, like, so weird. I was like, what is that? So that's why I really liked that one, because it reminded me of that visual, and, like, in this moment, I just remembered, like, oh, that's a thing I used to be terrified of. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely not. Being afraid they're rolling in. Yeah. What about you? What was yours? <laughs> um, I like the one at the house, just because I'm a sucker for a haunted house story. And that <laughs> Little seems, zombie island That's, moment. like, a mixture of... A haunted house and the ghost pirates. Mm-hmm. So I like that one the most, and then that whole skeleton thing. Yeah, I feel like there's like something, something so funny about like seeing an apparition like digging in your backyard. You're like, what is like, happening? What are you actually doing back there? So. Oh my god, did you ever like go in your backyard and dig for buried treasure? Yes, but one time I literally found a whole deer skull in the ground, <gasps> and I was horrified. Oh my god, you're like, this little, is a treasure. Because I would dig, cause I, I mm-hmm. wanted to find dinosaur bones because I was, mm-hmm. I was me, and I also collected rocks back then, so I was mm-hmm. always digging for like different rocks yeah. and then i found a whole di- not a dinosaur i found a whole deer skull and i was oh so God. scared and all, all the bones so oh deer gosh. probably like died under this porch and i just dug it up you're like no no no, like put that back i'm like i don't want to be cursed by this deer <laughs> the deer's like i will seek my revenge it just like scratches i never had that happen i wish that, that sounds so cool <laughs> no it wasn't though i still remember i'm still traumatized to this day by i would just deer. hit like steel pipes or something like i'd be like oh, that's probably a water line you go, you well, like, because they look like copper, so I'm like, oh my god, it's gold. And it's, it's gold. Like, you, you pull it out of the ground. It breaks in half. There's water leaking everywhere. Terrible. Sometimes I'd be like, because, you know, you'd see in cartoons, like, digging up and finding oil. I'd be like, I'd see that stuff. I'm like, I found oil. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you also had this thought when you were younger, but I had a thought that, like, if I dug deep enough that I could, like, go through the universe, like, through yeah. the world to go to like, yeah. China or something. Yeah. Like, I was convinced, so I would dig as far down as mm-hmm. I could, and I'm like, one day I'll make it to China. Which is so funny because China's not like even like underneath. No, it's just like to the side. But like my little brain was like, yeah, this will help me get there. That's like such like a thing that was told in like pop culture does too. Like, oh, you're gonna dig there. And like maybe I heard it in a movie, like where they were in the world, it would go straight down to China. I don't know what I was thinking. If you dug through the world, you'd hit the earth's crust. I know. That was before I knew what the middle of the (laughs) earth looked like. Maybe you could like dig around it, like go down and Mm -hmm. then like go around and then. Yeah. Could you put a hole through the universe? That'd be so funny. (laughs) I don't think you do it that way. 
You might be able I'm about to, to start through, digging. Through the earth, you could. I'm about to go to your front yard right now and start digging. I want to dig through the spe- spectral universe to find these people. That's what I want to do. Find their stories, their ghosts. And oh, my God. Have a good time. But, yes, I think that these ghosts were real. Oh, personally, yeah. 100%. Because I'm like, especially with how violent they were in their real life, mm-hmm. like, it makes sense that they would be such, like, aggressive yeah. ghosts. No, yeah. And, like, this. that's why I really like this episode because I feel like before when we talked about, like, Honestly, I have not really been, like, super, like, oh, I don't believe that with other ghost stories. But I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of these stories seem very, like... Grounded in truth. B- grounded in truth. Very believable. Like, yeah, tragedy happened. These ghosts are here. Or, like, mm-hmm. they have, like, unfinished business. Or they want their treasure. Yeah. Even, like, the one with the girl marrying the medium. I was just gonna which say, I should have said I like that one, too. I love that one. That one's chaos. wild. Chaos. But even then, like, I'm kind of, like, on the fence. Like, mm, I don't know. But then I'm also kind of, like, yeah, I could, I could see it. it makes I sense. I could see it happening. No, I just love it all. It's chaos and it's truth and it's i don't know yeah it's cool. i just, i love the direction we're going with stuff too so this is like a fun one again yeah. like i can't believe we've never done pirates i know like how? literally how when people ask me like what the second episode for the summer tapes is i'm like we are we did like uh, ghost pirates and stuff they'll be like you haven't done that before i know it's like, like no we just get puzzling surprised learning all these different like cases we think we do all of them yeah and then we search a little more and we're like wait we never done that case yeah it's like let's go time. and then we still have like subcategories like more episodes exactly. we can even do like we could do so many sequel episodes we'll just keep digging uh, until uh? we can't find any more but to conclude this episode In conclusion, while some may believe that these pirates and their days of horrors are long gone, they clearly still live on in these ghostly stories. I guess the stories behind these pirates and their ghostly tales will stay between those who experienced it firsthand and the rest of us. It will forever remain a A mystery. mystery. (laughs) All right. This was the Summer Tapes. It was the Summer Tapes. Episode two. Like I said, if you want to follow us on the Instagram at the mystery files underscore and on our link tree, linktree.com forward slash the mystery files. Yeah. And we will see you for episode three, which will be my case. Yes, it will. Ooh. We will see you I next a, time. I got a lot to live up to. I'm excited. Yes, you're going to do great. And shout out to Cher. That's all <laughs> shout out to say. Cher. We love you, girl. Shout out to Cher. Keep on sharing. Thank <laughs> all you. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, Cher. Cher. <laughs>